and welcome to Series 3 of the Austin Forum Upload, where we explore pervasive and emerging technologies and their influence and impact on society. We upload direct to you information, opinions, and insights from thought leaders, experts, and creatives from Austin and beyond. The Upload is produced by the Austin Forum on Technology and Society. All right, thanks everybody for joining us for the new Season 3 of the Austin Forum Upload. We are very happy today to have Hugh Forrest, the Chief Programming Officer for South by Southwest with us. Uh, South by Southwest just announced that they will be back for 2021. So this is great timing for us to launch season three. And Hugh has been a longtime supporter of the Austin Forum on Technology and Society. So we're especially happy to have him here today. Hugh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's an honor to be here to help uh, kick off season three. Well, I want to thank you for that, and I also want to thank you for your years of service in providing advice and guidance and insights and introductions to speakers for the Austin Forum. Um, I also want to thank you for creating something in your programming at South by Southwest that has been an inspiration for us in the Austin Forum and trying to bring diverse speakers and topics to people and attract diverse audiences to those. So there's cross-fertilization of ideas between experts and novices, between people in different technology areas, some technology adjacent, some pretty far apart. And thank you for everything you've done for us and for the community. Well, Jay, you are welcome and you're welcome. And uh, certainly uh, we have pulled some great speakers from the Austin Forum and, and had them at South by Southwest also. So it's been a win-win uh, relationship there. Well, thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So before we dive in, I want to just ask a little bit about you personally. Um, I know the cancellation of, of South by Southwest was rough. I mean, it was rough for me. I look forward to that every year. I was ramped up and excited. So I know it was rough for you and the team. How are you doing and how are you dealing with all of this? And not just the cancellation of South by Southwest and the uncertainties, but the pandemic and the the social and political climate during a pandemic. How, how are you dealing with all of this? And what are you finding that keeps you happy and, and sane? <laughs> well, I think I'm like a lot of people are some days are better than, than other days. Um, uh, I have uh, gotten back to a much more regular schedule of exercising uh, during the pandemic and, and uh, am one of those people who had a Peloton for several years, didn't use it a whole lot, and now I use it every day. I've, I eat a lot better when I'm eating at home um, than when I'm at the office. So those have been very uh, strong silver linings. Um, but, uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm like everyone else where I'm kind of stir crazy. If I'm going to the grocery store, that's a huge highlight of my day or my week. Um, and uh, really looking forward to whenever we are on the other side of this and, and just relate the story that, that you and I communicated by email in early March. And I was talking to people about, well, is there gonna be a South by Southwest or not? And uh, I'll remember this for a long while, you said to me in my email, there's always a virus. And <laughs> I'm not, something to the effect that you would not bet against a virus, i.e. that we should be very cautious moving forward. And at that point we thought we were going to be able to move forward. But um, uh, I think you had as much insight on this as anyone did at that particular date. 
I had completely forgotten that, and I'm I'm almost disappointed to be reminded of it because of the current context. But yeah, there's there's certainly a possibility that this we're we're seeing more of these epidemic pandemic spreading. This is the most serious one in a while, but there have been other three or four others in the last two decades, and the world's getting warmer and wetter and denser with people, and those people are moving around more. So. I'm sure there'll be lots of programming at South by Southwest <laughs> about how we deal with future pandemics. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's a it's a popular topic for for better or for worse. But but again, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm lucky in that I still that I have a job uh, that I haven't been too impacted uh, in ways that a lot of people have. So as always, try to count your blessings and and looking forward to uh, when we can all be back together in person whenever that is you and me both yeah and and, and everyone um this has been a long period of time for this lack of human in-person contact but let's talk about south by southwest now uh let's set the stage for everybody maybe not everybody saw the email that came out earlier this week so here we are in late september what has south by southwest announced so far uh on tuesday of this week uh, we announced uh, South by Southwest Online 2021, which is our somewhat revised name for the event. This will run from March 16th to 20th. So it's a uh, somewhat smaller footprint than uh, we had uh, grown to in the last several years. Uh, as the name implies, it is a, um, uh, what we what we know for sure is it will be a very very robust online event. We are still investigating the possibilities of doing some kind of IRL event, uh, and, and that may or may not happen. But we know that there will be a very very robust online event. Um, it, that will be very different than what South by Southwest has done in the past. But I think uh, one of the things that is most exciting about this is that uh, the the Price point for a credential will be much, much uh, lower than what a badge had been over the last few years. So we hope that we can open up the event to a whole new audience that hadn't been able to attend in recent years. And um, in that way, kind of expand the community, a community that has been uh, very, very valuable to the growth and success of South by Southwest. One of the things that I'm, I was really intrigued about in a second email message that came out was the themes for the next South by Southwest. And you announced seven themes that were all clearly highly relevant to the times that we're in. Do you wanna share those themes with the listeners? Yes, absolutely. We, uh, this is the first year we have um, announced themes uh, this early in the, in the process. Uh, we've traditionally announced um, uh, what we think will be trends at the event, but that often doesn't occur till January or February. This is a little bit different in the sense of, uh, again, giving a more of a big picture uh, idea and much farther out. Um, we had started working on this project uh, last February um, and certainly <laughs> the, the events of March and, and moving forward have uh, changed the changed how these themes went a little, uh, how they developed a little bit. Um, but again, very excited to have this and kind of set a framework, uh, much much uh, more formal framework for 
what we'll be talking about at the South by Southwest Conference in 2021. So these themes, these seven themes are as follows. And I'll, I'm gonna read what we have titled the theme and the description of the theme. The first theme is called a new urgency. 2020 has amplified issues like racial injustice, poverty, nationalism, and the climate crisis amidst a global pandemic. The future depends on the business, nonprofit, government, science, and technology communities all working together. What advancements are needed to create immediate and lasting progress? So again, that theme is called a new urgency, and that really that that idea of immediate um, and immediacy uh, is certainly the, the heart and soul of this particular theme. And um, this idea that that yeah, things uh, uh, we need to find some new solutions, and there is a immediacy and urgency to this that we haven't had before. The second theme is titled Challenging Tech's Path Forward. The description of this theme is as follows. If we are to achieve real changes as, as a society, then the many ways in which the tech industry impacts our lives must be leveraged as a positive force. To build a better tomorrow, what lessons can an industry integral to our existence learn from its current failings? I think this theme uh, is, it's the tech lash theme. It's this idea that uh, tech companies need to be held more accountable, that there needs to be more intention and design and ethical considerations uh, as we build new tech, build new technology. It's something that you covered a lot, uh, or, or I know that we had one in Austin forum about this. Um, around a year ago. I think it's a very important topic and particularly an important topic in terms of the kinds of people, the kinds of companies that we have in Austin during South by Southwest. The third theme is titled Cultural Resilience in the Arts. And the, the description of this theme is as follows. Great art often thrives in times of turmoil and chaos. How will the eruption of creativity we are currently seeing across music, film, experiential written and visual arts impact our culture for the next decade and beyond. Uh, I think this is pretty self-explanatory. Um, and uh, I, I do think that this is uh, uh, another silver lining that uh, as challenging as this particular time is with COVID, with our various other crises that we're facing, we're gonna see a, uh, a explosion of creativity uh, in the next few years as people emerge from this. And, and again, this is what this theme is all about, this cultural resilience in the arts. Uh, the fourth theme is titled The Rebirth of Business. From startups to small companies to major corporations, capitalism must be examined as we look to rebuild the global economy. A potential leveling of the playing field awaits if we seize this opportunity for more equitable systems across race, gender, and class. Uh, this theme uh, aligns with this idea that uh, particularly COVID has exposed a lot of the problems with capitalism, a lot of the problems with supply chain economics, and, and how do we change that uh, for the better moving forward um, how do we rethink capitalism? How do we rethink new systems that will um, serve more of our society? These uh, fifth theme is titled Transforming the Entertainment Landscape. 
We know that entertainment is a big, big part of South by Southwest. So this, this theme is really perfect for what we do. The description is as follows. Conventional wisdom from entertainment industries has lost its shine in the face of evolving consumer habits, technological advancements, and an increased focus on social issues. These pressures are forcing a much needed metamorphosis. What lessons can music, film, television, sports, and gaming learn to keep up with an ever accelerating pace of change? Again, this is very, very focused on the various entertainment industries that are in Austin as South by Southwest, but also uh, addresses how these, indus- how these industries are changing uh, and need to continue to change to keep up with technology and in fact, keep ahead of technology. The sixth theme is titled Connection in Disconnection. The the, uh, description of this theme is we're living lives we never could have imagined as we head into our own brave new world. The consequences of social isolation have been brewing for years. Now online platforms are some of the only outlets available to foster a sense of community. How do we return to a world where individual concerns give way to embracing the value of humanity? On the one hand, this theme, this connection and disconnection theme is very, very focused on uh, COVID and the pandemic. On the other hand, it, it, uh, if you look at really the big picture here, uh, we have been living increasingly siloed lives for many years now. And uh, in, in some ways, what we see with COVID, with social distancing, with, with uh, self-isolation um, is uh, just the logical extension of that. Then the seventh and final theme, uh, which is uh, the most optimistic, the most uh, forward-thinking, I think, of these themes, is titled An Uncharted Future. Uh, the description is as follows, biohacking, consumer space travel, quantum physics, radical life extension, drone delivery, These concepts that once belonged in science fiction are now part of our immediate future. What what mind-blowing new ideas will inspire the next generation of innovators? So again, those are our seven themes for 2021. I'll I'll reiterate what I said a few minutes ago, that it's really exciting to have this kind of framework for South by Southwest Online 2021 in September, where people can uh, have a much better idea of the kinds of things we will cover at the event. This doesn't mean that every single session, every single panel, every single presentation, every single keynote will follow will fall neatly into one of these themes, but I think that um, uh, taken as a whole, these seven themes will account for a lot of the conversations, a lot of the kind of discussions that we have uh, at South by Southwest 2021. Well, thank you for sharing those, those themes and your extra comments on those themes. People can, of course, go to the South by Southwest website and learn more about these themes. But I I think those seven really underscore South by Southwest's cultural relevancy. I mean, as as a geek, I'm always excited about submitting technology topics and the applications of those technologies. But these themes really bring it home about how important it is to make sure that you're you have purpose in mind for these and how you're going to change the world and make it better and recognize some of the challenges we face. So I, I love those themes. I was, I was really happy to see that email. You did mention- Well, well thank you, Jay, for the nice words there. And just uh, again, uh, I think you uh, uh, hit the nail on the head there with, with your analysis. Um, 
uh, you know, we're really at a point um, in all society and particularly in an event like South by Southwest where we have to be much more intentional and think about uh, what we're doing. Um, I think so much of what we've uh, done with technology in the last 10 or 15 years has been wonderful, but uh, a lot of it is, uh, well, we, we can build it, so let's build it. And, and now I think we uh, are, are entering a phase or hopefully entering a phase where we, uh, where we reapproach that a little bit and say, well, we can build that, but what are gonna be the long-term consequences of that? And that's you know, particularly um, uh, a particular concern as we get uh, more and more involved in this AI future and, and what are the ethical, considerations and restrictions um, there, but uh, uh, applies to a whole lot of other uh, technologies. We're, we're, we were lucky enough to be uh, one of the places where the social media revolution started. Um, uh, South by Southwest was lucky to be in that spot. Um, that said, I uh, certainly in retrospect, I don't think we did enough uh, 10 years ago to, to think about the long-term consequences of this. So we've got to, um, of this technology. So I think we've got to try to do better in the future with South by Southwest and, and throughout society of, of uh, thinking about um, how these innovations will play out in the future when they get pushed to the nth degree. That's incredibly hard to do, uh, but that doesn't mean we can't try to do it and, and can't, can't do a better job of doing it. No, I, I think that is a wonderful point, and I'm sure you've heard us make that point in similar fashion in some of our Austin Forum events, where we we have made the point that technology capabilities are progressing exponentially. The amount of knowledge in the world is advancing exponentially, but time passes linearly, and too many of our systems based on humans advance linearly, and so there are some inherent mismatches in the, the rate at which we can build things, but sometimes the, the other rate at which we understand the human impact, we understand the ethical considerations, we develop the policies and regulations and compliance rules and other regulatory things. And we have definitely seen technology able to out, uh, technology advances able to outpace careful, thoughtful, human boundaries on the usage of that technology. So I'm really, as a technologist, I don't want to holster technology, but I think it's ever more important that we are persistently spending time on the conversations and the analysis of the impact, not just for the product buyer of that technology, but for everyone. And so I'm, I'm glad you've made that a theme for South Bend. I bet that something like that will be a theme forever from now on. I think so. Uh, it's hard to imagine that we can, we will ever get to a place where we're, uh, uh, or return to a place where we're, we're not very conscious of the, the long-term implications of, of these kinds of quote innovations. Well, let me talk a little bit about you being online. Um, South by has always been everybody's favorite attend, uh, uh, event to attend, to go to, to have fun, not just at the presentations, but at everything around it. Um, I, I recall making lists of where you could get free tacos and free ice cream and free swag from Vendor X with their big uh, uh, activation and so on. Now you're going to be online. So what are you most excited about for being online? 
Well, I, I think that what's great about being online is that we can mitigate uh, a lot of the challenges that we saw or have seen in the last decade as South by Southwest uh, really scaled uh, at, a, at a high rate. And so think about the times you waited in line to get into a session and then you couldn't get in or um, the, the, you know, just the, the, sometimes it's so crowded in the convention center, it's hard to walk from one spot to another. Okay. In a virtual world, uh, you don't have to worry about walking from one spot to another. The, the capacity for a given session will be relatively unlimited. Uh, and so, uh, so concerns and problems like that, um, we can, we can solve those. Certainly what virtual, uh, has more challenges with, uh, is the whole face-to-face -face interaction, which makes any in-person event valuable and, uh, ranging from the Austin forum to, to South by Southwest or, or any of the other fine networking events that happen in Austin. And, and, um, uh, again, that face-to-face -face interaction is so, so crucial. We will certainly, uh, try to implement as much as many technological bells and whistles that will allow that kind of face-to-face -face interaction um, or person-to-person -person interaction, uh, whether it be face-to-face -face uh, with some kind of screen technology or in some other way. Um, that said, you know, it, it will be a different experience. Um, let me pivot off that last uh, phrase too and say that I think our challenge over the next roughly six months is to uh, try to create something online that is an experience as opposed to simply a series of webinars stitched together under one umbrella. You know, how do you, uh, how do you create something that has a, that, that um, the day starts somewhere and it ends somewhere else uh, uh, that has different kinds of formats that are compelling uh, that, that keeps people's attention, um, which we know is very, very difficult in a virtual world uh, that uh, provides uh, education as well as networking opportunities that can lead to new kinds of business. All of these are challenges. We know this space is very, very crowded. Lots of people are doing neat things. Um, we think we can add a particular South by Southwest flavor to this but we also know that we've got six months between now and March and we'll use every single day to, to, uh, to work on that flavoring, so to speak. Well, and, and that sort of uh, began to address my next question, which is, you know, these conferences so far have been basically Zoom or Teams webinars and things like that. And by the way, much credit to Zoom and Teams and Google Meet and some of the other tools, the the rate of advances of feature capabilities in these tools has really gone through the roof since the pandemic happened. And some of it spurred by need, some of it spurred by competition, some of it spurred by just a desire to create a better online experience. But um, I sort of look to South by Southwest as the first time, it'll be a year after the pandemic started. I'm, I'm kind of hoping South by will set a new bar for how conferences are executed online, including maybe some sessions that are completely immersive, maybe some sessions for people that are wearing Oculus Go VR headsets or something like that. Are you all thinking about doing any limited sessions for people that 
have access to certain cutting edge technologies and making some VR or other experiences beyond straight up Zoom like you and I are using right now to record this podcast? Uh, certainly VR, AR, XR has been a huge part of uh, stuff as Southwest conference over the last few years. Um, uh, we've actually brought on board Patrick Curry, who's been a awesome. frequent um, uh, speaker at the Austin Forum. So I think we'll have some of that. Um, and that, that certainly changes the experience uh, people will have. It, it, it is, when you talk about VR, it's, it's uh kind of funny, ironic or whatnot, that I always used to use that as my straw man argument that um, will events like South by Southwest survive this coming age, quote unquote, of VR? Um, will people want to go to South by Southwest or other events when they can experience them in VR? And <laughs> lo and behold, it wasn't VR that was the challenge. It was this uh, other V word, the virus. Um, but there you go. So uh, again, I think that to your question, um, we will try to implement as many different formats that help people experience this content uh, in as rich a way as possible um, and hopefully uh, break forward with some new ground. We're certainly lucky to have this uh, brand that's got a 30-year history that, that people have lots of um, uh, positive associations with. And I think that gives us some leg up on the many, many other good webinars out there. I think another really exciting thing about uh, doing this event, uh, the online, South by Southwest Online, is we'll be able to pull in some speakers who we haven't been able to bring in before simply because from a virtual standpoint, it's easier for them to, to devote an hour to, to speaking on a session at South by Southwest versus getting on a on an airplane and flying to Austin and getting a hotel room and, and things like that. So I hope that that um, helps expand our international footprint in a way that uh, even more dramatically than what we've done in, in recent years. And, and I think that uh, uh, we're really, really excited about the, the, the kinds of speakers that, that this uh, online um, approach will, will uh, empower us to bring in. Well, let me, let me talk about that a little bit more. You can now bring in more speakers. You can bring in more attendees. There's you said earlier you're going to lower the cost because, of course, you don't have all these facilities costs and other in-person logistical things. So does this mean you're going to consider having more South by Southwest experiences, or do you think you'll stay to the once-a-year model? And I know you have some related conferences, too, but... Yeah, that's a great question, Jay. And I, and I think that uh, our, our, or I know that our number one priority at present is, is um, getting this March 2021 event off the ground. But if that's a success, it would certainly open us up to exploring other options. I also think that um, knock on wood that we are, that in March 2022, we are back to a scenario where we can hold a, a, a in-person event, but um, the goal or hope is that that can run side by side a South by Southwest online. So people can have the option of attending in person uh, and then, well, no, it, it actually worked out a lot better for me to attend online so I can attend that way. So uh, as with um, so many other things, and you referenced this earlier, the pandemic, has forced us to <laughs> innovate in a way that we weren't innovating 
quickly enough before. Um, and hopefully the, the changes this brings in with South by Southwest are changes that, uh, that, that we can all benefit from for the next you know, decade and beyond. Well, that leads me to my next question, which is at some point we all expect there to be in-person events again. Uh, South by, of course, was probably uh, the most famously canceled of the global events because of the scale of South by and the timing of just how the virus, virus was progressing. But it's also this cultural touchstone. It's innovative. It brings in new technologies. It's probably early to ask this, but have you all thought about the opportunity for South by Southwest to also be an exemplar for in-person events? And can there be a track of of, of safety uh, technologies like uh, proximity sensors and uh, rapid testing kits and uh, contact tracing technologies. So, so that when you do come back online, hopefully things are very good. There's a vaccine for this. People have gone out and gotten that vaccine and so on, but it might, we know this is gonna happen again. There's always gonna be a virus and our hope is that it's never fatal or contagious, but maybe this is an opportunity for, I don't know, a track on the future of in-person events as well. Are you thinking about anything like that for South by? Well, certainly uh, your concept here is, is I think right on point in the sense that um, if you think about some of the innovations that have come out of South by Southwest that have made the biggest push out of South by Southwest, they are typically innovations that help people experience the event itself. And I, and I know you've heard me say this many times, so I sound like a broken record here, but you know, uh, a Twitter or a Foursquare, even an Airbnb or a Meerkat, um, the reason why they, they got so much traction is that people could immediately see how they were uh, relevant in a large group of connect, connected people. So in that sense, I think that um, uh, us being able to showcase that next generation of uh, technology that, that uh, better empowers uh, people to participate safely in in-person events um, makes a lot of sense. And, and I think that's something that, that uh, we will very likely see at a South by Southwest in the future, more companies like that, whether that is um, by some, uh, whether that happens in, in 2021 or 2022, uh, I don't know that we can say yet, but, but again, that's the kind of, startup, the kind of innovation, the kind of forward thinking technology that has typically um, gotten a huge push at an event like South by Southwest. Yeah, I think there's a tremendous opportunity for a conference with such a broad scope and including so much focus on creativity and innovation, as well as technology to explore and showcase some technologies that hopefully we won't even need at the time but that the potential benefits of those technologies can still be showcased in that environment. I mean, right. right now, I just wish everybody's phone had a buzzer on it that buzzed if they got six feet within six feet of another person with a phone. It's, people seem to have trouble in lines, I've noticed, understanding that two feet is not six feet and staying six feet will still get them to the cash register at the same time. So there's some- Sounds like you've got, a, you've got another business model there. 
Okay. Yeah, they'll make precisely zero dollars. Another one <laughs> is. Yeah. All right, I'm going to close with three really practical questions for our listeners. The first is the panel picker submission process. Is it going to be identical to last year's, or are there going to be some tweaks that account for the fact that they'll be presenting in an online event instead of in person? Well, we are using the panel picker interface again for 2021. Uh, in a more normal traditional year, that uh, entry process would have uh, already been over with. And uh, for South by Southwest 2021, we opened this entry process on Tuesday, October 6th, and it continues through Friday, October 16th. So it is a much later entry process than before and a much shorter entry process than before. So uh, you kind of have to be ready with your great idea um, when, when it opens up. Uh, yes, we'll be pushing a lot of the panel picker uh, content to a, to a strictly video uh, uh, presentation. And so people need to, to think about what will work well in a, in a video setting uh, when they're, when they're uh, pushing their ideas in. Otherwise, the, the, the other, another big change for the panel picker is in, in the past, when someone entered a proposal, you entered it into a specific track. This year, what will be a little bit different is you'll enter it into a specific uh, theme of those seven themes that I outlined earlier. So I know for some of the things that you're most interested in, i.e. smart cities, I would think that a lot of that goes into that, uh, that seventh theme about um, looking forward to the future and, and what new innovations come. Uh, that this may be a little bit tricky uh, as a first year event uh, or as a first year change to move to these themes, but we think it will um, really reinforce what we're doing and get people to, to, uh, to, uh, to really think in that mindset of this theme approach for 2021. Great. And so what would your top advice be for people who are planning to submit other than remember the panel pickers coming up on October 6th? And, and I think it closes on October 16th, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a uh, so you got to get my, it in October 16th, but other than that. My advice, um, yes, neat deadlines. That's a big part of the panel picker process. Uh, the other advice that, that I think remains the same for South by Southwest Online as it has in previous years is think about depth over width. Um, uh, the best speaker proposals, whether they are for a single person session, a, a, a quote, a two-person two session or a panel, you're, you're really trying to, to dive into one small part of the given uh, question, the given topic, and focus on that, as opposed to trying to cover A to Z of the given topic. Um, the, the more focus you have, the more depth you have, uh, the better proposal you can probably put together. Great. And the final question I have for you to answer for our listeners is what is your advice for people who just want to participate other than marking down the dates? Is there anything new that they should think about, like um, making sure they have good devices and good broadband access or anything else? Well, uh, I think the, the, uh, advice I've traditionally given, again, rings true in a, a South by Southwest online 
scenario for 2021 is uh, think about what you want to accomplish before the event begins, um, what your goals are, what you want to learn, who you want to meet. Uh, on the one hand, the footprint of content for uh, South by Southwest 21 will be 2021 will be smaller than what we've done before. Uh, so it, it won't be quite as daunting to um, browse through all the, the speaker ideas. On the other hand, we also know that, that often in past years, you found the best content or you found the content that really fascinated you by just walking by a room, popping your head in and, and there you were. And that's gonna be a different experience online. We will have simultaneous channels of content running um, but, uh, you know, is it quite the same thing to pop into a virtual room as to pop into a physical room? Maybe that experience is better one way or another. Um, I strongly encourage people who are considering attending that A, definitely attend, B, um, you know, figure out what your goals are and do your goals map to those, those themes we've talked about. And if so, we, we really hope to see you March 16th through 20th. Hugh, it's great that you're, you're giving that advice. You give that advice every year. And every year I take that advice to heart. And I sometimes even make the time to implement <laughs> that advice. And then South By happens. And there's so many wonderful random things that happen at South by Southwest that my well-crafted plan at the beginning becomes a shell of itself by the end. Now there was, there, it, it does help me get to certain talks and things. I would imagine that this is going to be one of the perks of being online is that you really can develop a plan and execute that plan. It's, I'm not saying I don't like all the distractions of the free taco truck that suddenly appeared at the corner of third and Brazos or something like that, but uh, it will probably be easier to develop a plan and kind of stick to it and really milk the programming for everything you wanted to get out of it. Uh, for sure. I think that, you know, again, there, there are a lot of things that um, the pandemic will force us to explore that we've been reluctant to explore or haven't been as skilled to explore in years past. We've always talked about, or for the last 10 years, we've talked about, hey, we should do slightly less programming uh, next year. It'll make it easier to navigate. Um, and that's doesn't always happen, similar to your game plan doesn't always happen. This year we'll be forced to do less programming and hey, we may find out that that works a lot better and provides a more valuable experience and uh, that when we do come back for a real world event, we'll, we'll have slightly trimmed or trimmed some of the, the programming off. Or maybe we, we, uh, maybe we find it doesn't work with, with less programming. But again, it, it you know, uh, as we're all doing, trying to find silver linings to a very, very difficult time. And this is potentially one of them. Well, I have to say without trying to sound sappy, but it will, to me, one of the silver linings was a few days ago when I got the email in my inbox that South by Southwest 2021 would happen. So I'm super excited for you. I have noticed which our listeners can't see, but in the Zoom podcast, I think I've seen you smiling about 10 times more than I than I expected. So you seem super happy and it's, it's, I'm glad you're taking care of yourself. And I'm glad you're excited about the way this is going. 
Well, thanks for the nice words, Jay. I, I'm uh, always happy when I talk to you and to absorb some of your enthusiasm. So you, you've uh, brought out the, the best to me and I appreciate that. Well, look forward to seeing you online soon for an Austin Forum event and really happy to know that I can work on my proposal submission. Probably the only drawback is that I was scheduled for a vacation next week. So I will be thinking about my South by submission while on the beach in a tiny little beach town in Mexico. But uh, I will enjoy thinking about these seven themes and the things that I, I hope to accomplish in life and how they map to these themes and what could be submitted. So thanks for coming up with such a great program with great themes for the program, I should say. Uh, thanks for sharing everything today and uh, good luck with all the planning and everything. And I hope you get lots of great uh, submissions for the, the program. Thanks, Jay. Thanks always. Thanks as always for your support and enthusiasm and for all the great things that you've done with the Austin Forum. Thank you. Well, take care, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, and good luck with South by Southwest 2021 programming. Thank you to all of our listeners for listening to this episode. Please make sure to follow South by Southwest's news. Sign up and make sure you're getting emails from them. Uh, check the website, check their Twitter feed and so on. Uh, a lot happens once they announce the uh, next year's programming. And as Hugh said, October 6th is when the panel picker opens and it closes on October 16th. So you have less than one month from now to submit if you want to share your expertise as part of South by Southwest 2021 and potentially reach a global audience. Thanks everybody. I hope everybody stays healthy and happy and sane. And we look forward to sharing more episodes of the Austin Forum Upload with you soon. Thanks for listening to the Austin Forum Upload. You can listen to additional episodes and check out a schedule of our monthly in-person events at austinforum.org. The Upload is a production of the Austin Forum on Technology and Society, a nonprofit organization here in Austin, Texas.